Hello and welcome to Wisdom and Productivity, the podcast of Dr. Efraim Martinez. I am a principal in search of wisdom, and I have found productivity to be a great tool for success. Today's title is Quitting Queen Twitter Blue. Lessons learned. So um, for many people that know me, uh, for a very long time, I have been an avid Twitter user. Uh, it's something that I have on my phone. It was on my laptop. It, I took it everywhere, my vacations, uh, my time off, my weekends, during the school day. Uh, it was everywhere. Uh, I uh, got into Twitter um, as, you know, of course, uh, it comes out. It's a tool. You see everybody that you think matters, uh, successful people, people that you follow, people that uh, you learn from. And they're basically following the following prompt. What's happening, right? Uh, it's like you want to be part of that digital time square uh, that we as a society have created. And um, I really got into it, right? So first about career, everything that was happening, uh, events, pictures with students or a conference or a presentation or, like, for example, when this podcast came out, uh, it was um, something that was really ideal to promote things. And uh, the truth is that Twitter and other systems like Facebook are designed by people with um, lab coats. So uh, it becomes like a slot machine, right? Every time there's a like, every time there's a retweet or a comment, uh, you find yourself wanting to see it. And when you don't see it, you feel like when you spend your money in that, um, um, in that machine, and you feel like something is missing, like you are not complete. Um, but um, the truth is that you keep doing it because all of a sudden you, you start involving your personal life. And in my case, um, um, I had a childhood of trauma and I made it a point in my life to demonstrate, especially to my mother, that, you know, even though I had the childhood that I had, that I am able to live a life of happiness, joy, and success. Even though my mother was probably never watching, even though the people that my detractors, the people that hurt me, they were not even looking, in my mind, you become so embedded into it that you start posting all sorts of stuff. And let me give you some examples. Like of if I will go and eat at a restaurant, even with my children, before I will dig into my meal, I will take a picture of it. And I will post it as if somebody else out there will care about it. Um, And my kids will say, oh, because you are an influencer, right? And I will say, well, you know, I need to promote my podcast. And, you know, I will come with all sorts of imaginary excuses of why I have to do this. 
because deep inside the child that we all carry, um, the child that I carried, wanted to demonstrate, hey, listen, look at all these great things that I was doing. And that's how I came into register to Twitter Blue. You know, when Elon Musk becomes um, the owner of Twitter, uh, I thought, you know, this guy is a genius. This guy does all these great things. I might as well get my my star because my check, because I want to be in that group, right? And you could post longer things and I could post longer uh, tweets and I could post longer videos and I could get all these benefits. And even when I will walk my dog, you know, I will interrupt my walks, take a nice picture ideal, and then I will be walking and thinking, anticipating what kind of pose or, or, or quote I was going to capture to, to show off and to demonstrate the type of life that I was having. So my, my mother, who I didn't know was no longer alive, could see, even though, you know, most probably she was not seeing and nobody was uh, showing to her. But then with time, you realize that you spend your day scrolling and looking for that shot of dopamine um, of someone liking something, someone commenting, right? And um, I will spend my day anticipating how something, some, some experience was going to be shared eventually before I even had to live it. So if I was going to a destination, I will think about the type of tweets I will want to post before I even went to the destination. So think about that for a second on the effect that does this does. It is good to visualize of the kind of experience that you want to have, but you cannot limit your experience to a certain amount of characters uh, to in order to pose and fit a mold when your life can be much more uh, expanded and uh, enhanced uh, rather than thinking in tweets. I also noticed that when I was tweeting, uh, it ended up creating either uh, um, uh, intrinsic animosity with the people that were observing, right? You see, not everybody that talks to you wants the best for you, has the best intentions. And I will notice even some supervisors say something, oh, I see, I see how you did X, Y, and C activity. But what they were really telling me is you should have been doing A, B, and C, right? So I was exposing myself to, to be vulnerable at the passive-aggressive attacks of other people, and only about me, but also about my family. And that was all my fault. So uh, I started reading and, and finding out uh, what are other options. And I stumbled into Carl Newport's uh, research. And the question was this, the challenge was the following. What if you leave, what if you quit social media for a certain amount of days, 
Don't tell anyone. Don't say anything. Just do it. So I, I paired that with the idea of um, um, uh, Tim Ferriss, who suggested in his um, in one of his books about the four-hour week. Um, what if you remove social media apps from your phone and only access them through your computer? You see, we spend most of our days with our phones, not with our uh, computers or laptops. And yeah, I started with that. I was like, I'm not going to leave social media. I have worked to develop uh, all this portfolio of my work, of my life. I and mean, I'm very proud of it. No way I'm going to leave social media. But uh, I'm going to start with Tim Ferriss' idea. So I removed from my phone all the social media apps that uh, I was having. And I immediately started noticing that um, my phone became boring. My phone was something that I would just place and I would not even check uh, because before I would spend time, like my breaks was to sit down in the couch and scroll and scroll and scroll. And, and deep inside, my mind was elsewhere instead of being present. And I started noticing that when I would go into the computer, I was not enticed anymore to go through my feed and see all the things that people were posting and the advice and the quotes. Uh, it was a different kind of feeling. It was as if you were eating a candy and all of a sudden, because you had to take some sort of medicine or medication that candy tasted different. So my palate towards uh, going through my feed tasted different. And then when I went, that's when I went back to Car Newport's uh, challenge of what if you leave social media and don't tell anyone, don't post, don't be there and see how many people miss you. And I did that. And the discovery was effectively that. Not one person said, hey, where were you? Haven't seen you post. What's going on? It was simply everybody continue with their lives, with the slot machine, playing their, their game of scrolling, 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 and the brain taking away their attention. And I realized that that was something that I could do. It could be a challenge that I can uh, take of, I am going to leave social media. And before I continue, let's celebrate the Teach Better community. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get back to the episode. So the truth is that um, the research was right, that the, the Twitter and social media consumes our attention. It makes us sad. It is, it's like you are seeing something and you're always comparing what you have and what you don't have and somebody has it better. Maybe you should do it this way. And also, it impacts the way you see the world because you start thinking from that virtual world 
and you bring into your real world uh, thinking, if I do X and I post this, how many likes I'm going to get before you even get to experience? You see, studies have shown that people spend more time on social media, that, that the people that spend more time in social media report feeling lonely, anxious, and depressed. When I read that, I was like, whoa, you know, like, like I have been working diligently on a daily basis on my anxiety and depression without medication. And I'm bringing this to my life. I'm bringing this social media. And I am also modeling for my family, my children, the students, and the people that I lead. This um, effects of feeling lonely, anxious, and depressed are things that can be attributed to the constant comparison and the unrealistic standards that other people set. So think about the people that you admire and the things that they do vis-a-vis -vis the things that you can do in your life and that you are able to do. And it always makes you feel that you are less. It always makes you feel that you need something else. So I decided, you know what? I need to take charge and this quote really was impactful. To self-motivate, we need to believe we are in charge. Or like Brené Brown says, you need to be in the shotgun seat. You need to be driving that car of your life and you need to be the author of your own story to take charge of what you want to do. So I decided I am going to quit Twitter. I am going to quit that uh, that was taking over my life. I was living my life in tweets. But it was not easy. For a moment, I thought, you know, that fear of missing out. If I am not there, I'm not going to learn or find out things that are happening or nobody's going to follow this show. Nobody's going to know when I'm posting something. Or everybody's going to be missing me. Or I'm going to be missing them. And you know what? Yeah, there are some things that I'm going to be missing. But if, in, in exchange of doing this, all that I got back has been instrumental in my life. So... I went with a little bit of fear into my social media account, into uh, Twitter, and I deleted the account. I took charge of my presence in the things that I wanted to do. So uh, Carl Newport says that when you leave social media, you are not going to feel that you need to do something. And that was the first benefit that I felt. I was not feeling anymore that when I was going to experience something like experience A, I was going to tweet, tweet A and B and C, but I was going to enjoy it and I was going to savor the experience of doing something. It gave me the benefit of having a clearer mind, because instead of me anticipating what I was going to tweet, I was able to 
experience that moment. I was able to enjoy, for example, the meal that I was eating. I was able to listen to the conversations that someone was having with me, or I was just able to relax and observe things that were happening around me instead of me anticipating my experience that I was going to have on my phone through the social media. It gave me more personal time, right? Carnivore said that being bored is something good. It is something natural. It is something that we need to just like when we go to sleep, that we go to rest. When we are bored, it gives you the opportunity for your brain to recharge batteries, to come up with ideas on how to do or, or make new things, having new experiences without having the social media companies and those people in labs designing so your attention is in that world of the social media. I stopped scrolling endlessly everywhere that I would go. Like, for example, if I would go to the supermarket and there was a line, there was my phone and scroll, scroll, scroll. Even the, the, the scrolling was so powerful that sometimes I would wish the line was a little bit longer. Think about it. Wishing that a line would be a little bit longer so I could finish scrolling as if I was going to arrive at the end of a rainbow and learn what was there. When in reality, it will always leave you empty as if you didn't find anything you didn't get to learn something new because there were so many other things that I could do to learn. So, for example, I had more time to think, more time to think instead of like just getting my phone and letting all these things impact my brain. I could just be in line. I could just be in the car or, or like walking and just thinking about things I wanted to do, how to improve my life, how to do activities or do more stuff with my children, I suddenly started reading more, right? I have always been a, a good reader uh, throughout my adult life. But if I was going to read, I will sit down with my phone and my book or Kindle, and I would put the Kindle on the side before I had to check my phone and my social media and as if there was an ending looking and if I had 20 minutes to read, I would read six, seven, eight minutes and the majority of the time I would spend it going through social media and ultimately how I was going to grow and become a better human being if I was just being an instrument of the attention gathering that social media is designed to do. I started journaling. You know, so many studies have uh, uh, demonstrated that when you sit down and you write about your ideas and your experiences, it's like you're living it twice, right? While before I thought I was doing some kind of micro journaling online and posting something, 
in a way, was for other people to see and get impressed and get that like and that retweet and that comment. Uh, but how often one gets disappointed because doesn't matter how many of those you get, they are never going to be the perfect way because it's just that's the way it is, right? We live in a world of jealousy, of envy, and it creates animosity on the people that you think are going to admire you. When in reality, often it is the opposite. It creates uh, an environment that whenever you do something that someone doesn't like, they can get that and put it against you. And then you are yourself vulnerable to the aggressions or microaggressions. I noticed that I had more presence at home. I was able to do more things. I was like all of a sudden washing the dishes more often and doing my duties as a, a household owner. I was having more profound conversations with my family. All of a sudden, I was playing more with my children. I was being more attentive and noticing things that before I wasn't. I was all of a sudden modeling better behaviors instead of like taking my breaks and getting all tired, scrolling, 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 and living a digital life that is not real. It's a life that is designed to get all your attention from the meaningful uh, time. And the truth is that you only have one chance to raise your children. You only have one chance to keep up a marriage, right? So I started noticing that I was getting better results in my actual life than in my social media. I started noticing that my mental health suddenly it was more clear because I was not anticipating the tweet or anticipating the conversation or the like. I was living in the moment. I was less anxious, like almost as if life was in slow motion. Life was more tranquil. I had like all of a sudden more time to do things and fun stuff and actually enjoy the show that I was watching with my family instead of like, being on the phone as I was watching the show, uh, either neither here nor there. And the truth is that when I started walking, I was walking with less dopamine. And let me explain how it felt. Before I would go walk and I would think about the tweet I wanted to send and I would walk very fast, 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 because of, like I felt I had to hurry up and get back to my phone. Like it was like an addiction. Again, like a slot machine. It is designed to gather your attention. For the first time in many, many years, I started walking slow. I started like really smelling the flowers. I was walking with joy and I will see people passing me instead of me passing them because I had to hurry up because In a way, I felt that instead of wasting time walking, I needed to be on the phone because I could miss something. I started walking with joy and walking my dog and um, 
walking and just focusing in that and enjoying the fruits of walking in nature. And some of the greatest minds have come up with the best ideas doing exactly that. And it has really transformed my life to quit Twitter, to quit Twitter blue and be more present and enjoy the fruits of day by day. Because think about it, how many more summer vacations I have for the rest of my life? 30, 40, 50? How many more times do I have to enjoy my children when they say, let's go play? How many more times I'm going to have to, to enjoy life instead of spend my time in social media. So that is my experience quitting uh, social media, quitting um, Twitter. So you might not see me there, but uh, I'm definitely gonna um, be around, presence around here. And um, I am so happy I took that decision. And I hope that you can make a better decision to your life. Thank you for listening to Wisdom and Productivity, the podcast of Dr. Eparin Martinez. Chulo. And I love that production. Chulo out.